My name is Tori Richardson, and welcome to the Heart and Soul Gospel Ministries Kids Program. This program is made for children listeners. We will take the time to read the Bible, learn praise songs, listen to story time, and even learn the words of God together. I hope that we can grow faith in God as we listen to the program together. You can even invite your friends to listen to the program with you. Now, let's start this week's program. First, it's time for Let's Read the Bible. Let's all open our Bible. Ready? Here we go. Hello, everyone. My name is Yuna Kang. I am the host of this program, Let's Read the Bible. Have you ever experienced the living God? Have you ever seen the undeniable work that only God can do? Some of you may be too young to have experienced it, but there may be those who have experienced it once or twice in your life. I have also experienced it. Every time we experience it, our faith towards God becomes greater and more solid. However, there are times when we experience it, but our faith is still lacking. Especially when the reality that we see seems so fearful. Today, in the book of Matthew, the disciple Peter is that way. Last week, we experienced Jesus' amazing power of feeding over 5,000 people with two fish and five loaves of bread in an empty field. If we experience that, then our faith towards Jesus would become greater, right? We would have faith that Jesus is the one who can do amazing miracles. Jesus who performed the miracles of five bread and two fish sends the disciples away on a boat to the other side of the lake. Then Jesus goes alone to a mountain to pray. The boat going across the lake suddenly faces a violent wind. The disciples are rowing with all of their effort. However, because of the wind blowing, they are unable to go forward and struggle. At that time, Jesus walks on water and comes towards them to help. As Jesus was walking on the water in the dark night, the disciples thought he was a ghost and began shouting in surprise. Jesus told them who he was and told them not to be afraid. Peter says something amazing as he sees Jesus walking on water. Here's the first part of Matthew chapter 14, verse 28. Lord, is it you? If it is, tell me to come to you on the water. Was Peter a very curious person? How can he think of that at the moment? It seems like he had the faith and confidence that if Jesus commanded him, he would also be able to walk on water. Jesus grants Peter the request. Amazingly, Peter starts to walk on water. Think Peter felt. He would have been surprised and excited, right? Wow, I wanted to experience that too. However, Peter, who was walking on water towards Jesus, saw the wind and he began to be afraid and he began to sink in the water. Just a moment ago, he saw Jesus had faith in him 
and was able to walk on water. Jesus caught Peter and said, Your faith is so small. Why did you doubt me? We may experience the living Lord and experience His help and begin to have faith, and that faith may grow. However, at times, we are afraid of the reality that is in front of us. During those times, we must not look at the reality, but look to Jesus. Reality always tells us we can't do it and that we will fail. However, when we look at Jesus, we can do all things with him. When Jesus and the disciples went across the lake, many people came towards Jesus. Among those, many people were sick. However, they had faith that even if they touched Jesus' garments with their hands, they would be healed. In this way, a woman placed her hand on Jesus' garment and was healed. How is your faith? Do you believe that Jesus can do anything? In situations like a violent wind that makes you afraid, can you only look towards Jesus and come to Him? I hope you can do that. We should not look at the world, but only look at Jesus. I hope you can experience Jesus through faith this week. God, give us faith in our hearts and make that faith more solid so we would not be shaken in any situation. We want to only look at Jesus and come towards Him. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Now, let's read the Bible. Today, Praise Kim from Phoenix, Arizona will read the book of Matthew, chapter 14, verses 22 through 36 from NIRV. I hope you all have a great week, and I hope you will join us again next week. Until then, God bless. My name is Praise. I am six years old, and I live in Arizona. Today, I am going to read Matthew 14, verses 22 to 36. Right away, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat. He had them go on ahead of him to the other side of the Sea of Galilee. Then he sent the crowd away after he had sent them away. He went up on a mountainside by himself to pray later that night. He was there alone. The boat was already a long way from land. It was being pounded by the waves because the wind was blowing against it. Shortly before down, Jesus went out to the disciples he walked on the lake. They saw him walking on the lake and were terrified. It's a ghost, 
they said, and they cried out in fear. Right away, Jesus called out to them, "Be brave! It is I. Don't be afraid." Lord, is it you? Peter asked. If it is, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, Jesus said. So Peter got out of the boat. He walked on the water toward Jesus. But when Peter saw the wind, he was afraid. He began to sink. He cried out, "Lord, save me!" Right away, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. Your faith is so small," he said. "Why did you doubt me?" When they climbed. Into the boat, the wind died down. Then those in the boat worshipped Jesus. They said, "You really are the Son of God." They crossed over the lake and landed at Gennesaret. The men who lived. There recognized Jesus, so they sent a message all over the nearby countryside. People brought all those who were sick to Jesus. They begged him to let those who were sick just touch the edge of his clothes. And all who touched his clothes were healed. This is the word of God. Let's pray. Dear God, we love you so much. We hope we have a wonderful day. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.
Wouldn't you like to listen to Storytime again? If you go to our homepage, you can find Storytime Summary and listen again by playing the file. Please visit www.heartandsoul.org and click Listen at the top of the page. Then scroll down to Storytime Guide. If you have any questions, please call us at 602-866-8999. Thank you. great would it be if we share with God the things that we can't share with anyone else, whether we are sad, upset, or angry? I believe that God will listen and comfort us if we sincerely bear our hearts before Him. So, we come to you with our next program, Dear God. Dear God, this is Chung In. God, I want to tell you what happened today. During time of worship, there was a Bible quiz contest. I know that you're well aware in preparation for the quiz, I read a lot of Bible last week. So as a result, I did very good answering questions and got first place. Aren't you proud of me? The teacher congratulated me and gave me a bag of candy as a reward. It was my favorite too. I was so happy. I was planning to take it home and savor it one by one. But then my friends came over to me saying, Wow, you must have studied a lot. We are so jealous of that candy. Then they asked me to share the candies with them. I didn't want to share it with them because I thought, um, if I share the candies with my friends, then there won't be any candies left to savor at home. So I hesitated whether to share it or not and told them, No, I will eat it at home and quickly put it in the bag. God, just like today, sometimes I contemplate whether to share it or not. It is so hard for me to share with others because I feel like I would lose out big time if I were to share what is mine with the others. When I came home, I bragged it to my mother and sister that I got first place and showed them the bag of candy. Then suddenly, my sister told me that she wanted some of those candies and asked me to share some with her. I shouted at her saying that I didn't even share it with my friends and I will eat it all by myself. God, did you see my mother's facial expression at that moment? I couldn't quite tell what it meant. It looked like she was a bit angry, surprised, she looked a bit disappointed. Anyhow, my mother told me, Chunghyun, was this candy yours to begin with? Then she read 1 John chapter 3, verses 17 and 18. Suppose someone sees a brother or sister in need and is able to help them. If he doesn't take pity on them, how can the love of God be in him? Dear children, don't just talk about love. Put your love into action then it will be truly be love. I was told if I cannot even share earthly things, then it's not real love. I thought I loved my friends and my sister, but maybe it was just all talk. After looking at the Bible verses my mother showed it to me, 
I regretted not being able to share my candies with my friends and my sister. Lord, today I was greedy. As Bible verses said, I only love them through words and tongue. From now on, I want to truly love others by sharing what is mine. Dear God, help me remember that you did not hesitate and died on the cross for me. And help me to become more like you and help me so I can give to others without hesitation. Help me to remember the Bible verse. It is more blessed to give than to receive, so I can joyfully share mine with my friends. God, just like you reached out your hand of love to me, help me to become who can reach out my hand first to my friends and those in need and become more like you. God, thank you for listening to my story. Goodbye.
Coming up next is a program called The Good News of Jesus Christ. Hello, everyone. It's Terry from The Good News of Jesus Christ. Last time, we learned that God sent His Son Jesus Christ as the second Adam to this earth to start fixing where the first Adam failed. Today, we'll learn about how Jesus, who came as a Goel, was baptized, and after starting his public ministry, he did something first, and it was the work to restore the world. As we learned last time, after Jesus was baptized, he went into the desert to be tempted by the devil. He started this work to make something negative due to sin a positive. Do you remember the three temptations Jesus faced? The three temptations were making stone into bread, jumping off the holy temple, and worshiping the devil. Why does the Bible record these three? If we look at the sin Adam and Eve committed in Genesis chapter 3, we can find the reason. The Bible records that Eve ate the fruit from the tree of knowledge of good and evil because it was good for food, pleasing to the eye, and also desirable for gaining wisdom. Then, how is Eve's temptation related to Jesus' three temptations? Let's read 1 John chapter 2, verse 16 in the NIV version. For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life comes not from the Father, but from the world. The Bible clearly says that everything of the world does not come from God, but from the world. These are lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. All the sins of temptations of this world are included within these three. Then, what is the relation between these three temptations and Jesus' three temptations and Eve's three temptations? First, it said that Eve thought the fruit from the tree of knowledge of good and evil was good for food. Among Jesus' temptations, there was a temptation of making stone into bread during his hunger. John calls this the lust of the flesh. It is filling what the body wants. The desire of Eve wanting to eat that fruit was the lust of the flesh. Satan tempted Jesus in the same way. Second, Eve said that it was pleasing to the eye. This is the desire of wanting what looks good to the eye. The devil took Jesus to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory and said he will give all this to Jesus if he worships him. The temptation of looking is the lust of the eyes. There are many things you want to buy and have, right? That is the lust of the eyes. Finally, it said that Eve thought the fruit was desirable for gaining wisdom, right? What relation does this have with Jesus' temptation? Among the temptations Jesus faced, there was the temptation of the devil telling Jesus to jump from the highest point of the holy temple. The devil said that the angels will lift up Jesus in their hands so that he will not strike his foot against the stone. If Jesus jumped from the highest point of the temple, 
all the people around the temple would have seen Jesus. If that miracle happened, then it would have grabbed the people's attention. Then, Jesus would have received many praise from many people and it would have led to pride. This is the pride of life. It means one's overconfidence, boasting, and arrogance. Through these three temptations, Jesus received all temptations that us humans could have. In all these temptations, He did not sin and showed perfect righteousness. He followed God's word thoroughly. In contrast to the first person who failed the test, Jesus showed perfect success. In today's time of the good news of Jesus Christ, we looked at Jesus who followed the word in all temptations and showed perfect righteousness. During the week, I hope we could thank God for sending His Son to this earth because of His love for us. We thank God for the grace of restoring where the first Adam failed through Jesus. I hope we could be determined to follow Jesus who proved His righteousness through the word. We'll end the good news of Jesus Christ here. See you next week. Goodbye. is a program story time provided by CBH Ministries. Don't go away, kids. It's story time. Boys and girls for Jesus.
Well, hi there. Come on in. Uncle Charlie here. Welcome to Children's Bible Hour Storytime. Say, have you taken time lately to look at all the beauty that God has created in this world of ours? Even though some people don't believe it, I believe this is God's world. He made it and everything in it, including us. Let's start out with some songs that tell us about God and the world and his love for us. Jesus gave his life that we all may live, shed his precious blood which he freely Let's remember that Jesus doesn't just love the whole world as one big mass. He knows each one of us and loves us. And the Bible tells us that he especially loves the little children of the world. Jesus loves the little children, all the children of the world. Red and yellow, black and white, they are precious in his sight. Jesus loves the little children of the world. God does love us as individuals. We are God's project. I like this song, and I think you will too. Listen. I am God's project, and God never fails. He's in charge of big things and I work details. He and I together, we are a team. If you knew how much I've grown, you see what I mean. I am Kids, let me ask you, have you ever heard of the word euthanasia? 
I don't mean young people in Asia. I mean euthanasia, mercy killing. For instance, an older person who's going to die anyway. Someone just pulls the plug on their respirator. Is that right? Wrong? Hmm. Sounds like our story today is a pretty important one about a pretty important topic, and it is. The story is called "Who Can Choose." Are you done with the newspaper yet, Mom? I want to read the comics. Here you are, Dan. I just read another article about assisted suicide. I wonder what the courts will rule about that. I don't know, but it seems like the media is supporting assisted suicide just like they do abortion. My teacher thinks the doctor who helps people commit suicide is right. And、uh, what's her reason for saying that? She says it's like putting a dog to sleep. She says when a person has an illness that can't be cured, and he is just going to get sicker and sicker, the humane thing to do is to put him to sleep. And she says it costs too much to take care of people like that anyway. What do you think, Dan? Well, I know you guys think that it's wrong, but you didn't think it was wrong to put Buster to sleep when he was too old. Isn't that kind of the same thing? The same thing. I should say not. There's a big difference between a dog and a human life. There sure is. You know, Dan, when your uncle Tom and I were growing up on the farm, I saw a lot of life and death among the animals. Animals are great, but they're not the same as humans. Speaking of the farm, Uncle Tom and Aunt Betty are expecting us out there today. All right, can we go now? I'm ready, and so am I. Let's go then. <laughs> Hey there! Hi, Tom. Hey, big bro. Good to see you all. Hi, Uncle Tom.、Uh, your cousin Ben's waiting for you in the haymow, Dan. I think he has a new fort he wants to show you. A new fort?、Mm-hmm. All right. Is Betty in the house? Yes,、yeah, she sure is. I want to see how her quilt is coming along, so I'll go on in. Okay. <laughs> My family sure did scatter in a hurry. Oh, I'm glad our families enjoy each other. You should come by more often. Boy, Dan is growing like a weed, and I'll bet Ben is too. <laughs> In fact, I can see for myself that he is. Here come the boys now.、Mm. Dad, look at this. What do you got, Dan? Ben's cat had a new batch of kittens. Isn't this one cute? <laughs> <laughs> the markings on this kitten remind me of the cat we had as boys. Remember Tinker Bell, Tom? <laughs> Seems like we had that cat half of our lives. I sure did miss her when she finally died. We all did. Hey, want to see our new calves? They're out in the pasture, so we'll have to walk a ways. Let's all go. Lead the way, Ben. Yeah, looks like King wants to come too. Here, boy. Hey, want to go for a walk? All right, King. Show us where the cows are. Look at him go. I think he knows what you said, Uncle Tom. <laughs> oh, he does. King is a smart dog. I'll、uh, I'll get the gate. Look at the calves. <laughs> They sure are cute little fellas. This one's sucking on my fingers. Oh yuck! My hands all slimy. <laughs> That one is Toby. He's always hungry. This one is Jesse. Your livestock looks great, Tom. You must really take good care of your animals. Dad says it's important to take care of all of God's creatures, and he's right too. And it looks like you really like animals, Ben. I sure do. I'm gonna be a farmer like my dad. Maybe I will too, or maybe I'll be a vet, a vet, an animal doctor. <laughs> ben, do you ever wish you could live in the barn with the animals because you like them so well? <laughs> no way. Well, 
How about you, Dan? Of course not. That's kind of a silly question, Dad. But since you really like the animals, wouldn't you just as soon live with the kittens or the calves as with people? Or maybe you'd rather just live with King. Yes, King, we're talking about you. Well, animals are really nice, Dad, but they're not, well, like people. Yeah, King is always happy to see me. He gets so excited. Sometimes I think he's going to wag his tail off, but even though he's the best dog in the world, he's still a dog, you know. And uh, what's the difference between animals and people? Well, I guess I never really thought about that. Me neither. They're they're just different. Well, as I see it, animals don't have the ability to choose right from wrong like humans do. Now, now Susie over there. Ah, Susie's a good cow. Real good cow, but she doesn't have the ability to make moral choices. Uh, her main concern in life is eating. That's for sure. Every time she sees Mom working in the flower beds... She comes right up to the fence and starts bawling, because she knows she usually gets a pile of juicy weeds. That's right, Ben. And for all of uh, King's intelligence, and he is one smart dog, he doesn't make choices between right and wrong either. My Sunday school teacher said Jesus didn't die on the cross to save animals, just Mm -hmm. people. That's right, Dan. Although God loves all his creation, plant life and animal life, Human life is special. The difference is that humans have eternal souls, and they can choose to obey their creator. At home, we were talking earlier today about how people don't seem to want to recognize these differences. Mm. Remember, Dan? In fact, Dan's teacher apparently thinks that humane treatment for animals is humane treatment for people. Yeah, she thinks assisted suicide is okay. Mm. She thinks that a doctor who helps people die is a kind-hearted man for helping them end their suffering. Wow. Uh, I'm afraid a lot of people feel that way. The thinking is, uh, they were going to die anyway. Why not sooner rather than later? I still don't like to see people sick and suffering. Me neither, Dan. But that doesn't mean I want someone else to kill me or to choose the time I die, just because I'm going to die sometime. Another problem is that this could lead to other laws, like killing older people in nursing homes because they no longer contribute to society. How would you like our government to decide who should live and who shouldn't? Didn't that one guy, um, Hitler, decide that he didn't like Jews? Mm-hmm. And so he killed a bunch of them? And my teacher said he didn't kill only Jewish people. He also killed a lot of people who were physically handicapped or mentally impaired. What a bummer. Yeah, especially if you happen to be one of them. God created man not animals, in his own image. Length of life should be left up to God. Only he has the right to give life or to take it. Oh, there's Princess on the other side of the pasture. Can I take Dan to see your new colt, Dad? Sure, you two go on ahead. Let's go, Dan. I'm coming. Oh, I love horses. Have fun. And remember, animals are great, but humans are extra special. Right, Dad. Well, we dealt with a rather interesting topic today, didn't we? There are many people who think that it's okay to give doctors the permission to help someone die if they want to. And it is hard to see people, especially what we call terminally ill people, suffer. But God is the one who gives life. There is something very special about human life. We are fearfully and wonderfully made.
fun listening to our program today? I hope that this was a time for you to become a lot closer to Jesus. Don't forget to talk to your parents about the story you heard today on Storytime. I'm sure your family will have a great time talking about it together. I hope that you read the Bible often and learn more about Jesus' teachings. I hope that you read the Bible often and learn more about Jesus' teachings. Pray to Jesus and praise Jesus often throughout this whole week. Until then, see you next week. Bye-bye.